now. Nailed it. <laughs> That's another Netflix show. <laughs> but no, so I I was rewatching Love is Blind because what else do we have to do? I felt like it was a great bookend to right before lockdown, right before COVID. And then we thought COVID would, would already be over and it's not. But anyway, I'm watching it. And um, hot take on my rewatch, I have more empathy for Jessica than I thought I would. Oh, why is that? Um, I was just like, well, one, I didn't realize it the first time I watched it, but when they're all like in Mexico and they put it in context of like, it's like one week ago and she was having those really intense conversations with Barnett and he's like, I could propose to you today if, and also he's like, she only hears what she wants to hear, which we've all been there. I feel for you, girl. But when he's like, yeah, if there were no other girls and no other guys here, I would totally propose to you. And she, like, gets all swoony and, like, the heart eyes. And I'm like, you did not hear what he actually said. If you were the last person on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) And we were only in these pods. (laughs) But no. And then I was like, only a week? And you develop that strong of feelings for someone? Like, it's not fair that all of us were like, turn it off! Turn it off! And I think she had insecurity with her age. I think she had a lot of insecurities that just played out and... For sure. And I feel for her. I have a lot more empathy. I mean, not to be mean or anything, but I'm going to be mean. I feel like (laughs) she's kind of a shallow person, to be honest. I feel like she has a standard of aesthetic looks that she was specifically looking for. And I think that definitely turned against her. Oh, for sure. But also, like, I think she kept trying to look for outs of the relationship and because if you notice on my analytical rewatch um that when something she thinks is going to be a huge problem isn't a huge problem then she like tries another tactic Mm. and like she keeps going back and forth and she keeps like trying to find reasons as to why it won't work and i'm like that makes me really sad for you but i looked it up and mark is married and has a baby and lives in cleveland now so and, and you guys are best friends. <laughs> Mark, come on out. Um, <laughs> no. But and Jessica has also been in like a two year, one year long relationship. One year. Because, I mean, you have a to go two, like. One year relationship. <laughs> a single year. Oh my God. But, Casey, the people did not come here for a reality TV show review, no matter how what? much I would love to get into it. I know. Um, we literally just spent the first five minutes talking about TV. Well, you know what? It's our podcast. What podcast is that? Millennial Monologue. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. With Dun-o. Casey Lowenthal in and... Cleveland, in... Ohio, and Morgan Humberg. In yeah. Austin, Texas, we are now trying to coordinate our words. Um, that's happening now. <laughs> you, uh, you just witnessed real-time <laughs> telepathic communication. We are Casey, beta testers. <laughs> Casey and I fucked with a bunch of audio shit earlier, so now we're experts, okay? 
Um, anyway, Elon Musk now lives in Austin, Texas. He's gonna. And he is now our podcast engineer. <laughs> Shout out to Elon. He's like we're oh recording God. on the way to Mars. Shut this podcast down. I don't want to be associated with them. We're in a Tesla convertible right now. The yeah. atmospheric pressure is insane. Oh my god. Oh look, there's the China trash rocket thing. <laughs> What's it called? A launcher? A launch? Rocket man. Rocket man. <laughs> Elton John's out here. Um, Casey, Casey. Cue theme music. There's a dog barking, and uh, Zeno's growling at it. It's good time here. Of course. Of course. It's just like a, a low guttural, like nobody can hear it, but everyone inside the house, you know. So that mm-hmm. dog out there definitely is not scared. Well, I mean, dogs can hear better than people. If that's true, then why don't they just lie down? I said they can hear better, not that they listen. (laughs) (laughs) Zena! Thank you. Um, Anyways, as Casey said earlier, this is Millennial Monologue, a podcast for millennials, by millennials. And we just trash every other generation because that's what millennials are known for. Yeah, we ruin everything. We're going to mm-hmm. take your jobs away because we don't like napkins and straws. Because of our college education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That we're still paying for and can't use because our economy. Dun, dun, dun. You know what made, like economy, you. what made the economy better was uh, the pandemic of 2020. It just really... Mm-hmm made everything more affordable yeah you know what we're gonna need now you know what got them out of the first great depression because this is the second great depression right that's what we're going towards Mm -hmm. they're gonna they're just gonna be like oh we need another war that's the only thing that fixed this anyways um no we're not here to tell you about how old we are and how we age 10 years every week (sighs) Um, we're here to talk to you about vaccinations vaccines you can't see it but i did the spongebob thing with the rainbow which we've actually talked about vaccines before and now that i think about it we talked about uh like chicken pox and measles and yeah i mean it's the hot goss it's the 411 it's what all the cool kids are talking about but now now casey there's an, a completely experimental vaccine that well, I wouldn't say it's experimental. It's not even been six months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, ha- I have a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> I, I know. I know. And we're here to talk them out. We're here to do free therapy for others to listen to. Right? Yes. Yes. And technically, as of today, when we are recording this, uh, Pfizer vaccine has officially applied for FDA approval, so it's not technically experimental, but it's still <laughs> experimental. 
<laughs> it's just new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so which one did you get, Morgan? Um, I got the Pfizer. Same Z's. You know, I saw a meme that said hot people get Pfizer, so there's that. Hair flip. Yes. Um yeah. No, to be honest with you, I just got the Pfizer because it was the first vaccine to come out. So I felt like it had the most data on it, even though the Moderna came pretty quickly afterwards. Okay. Um, I don't know why my nose is so itchy. I'm so sorry. That's okay. No need to apologize. My allergies. Report it to the CDC. It's a, <laughs> it's a side effect. <laughs> you just... <laughs> my nose hurts all the time and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm hungry today and I haven't eaten and I don't know why I'm hungry. <laughs> just like putting every single thing into the CDC. <laughs> I sniffed a flower and sneezed. It's the vaccine. My cat won't cuddle with me. It's the vaccine. <laughs> I ate this whole bag of chocolate and I don't feel bad about it. It's a vaccine. Uh, yeah. God. Basically. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. So, which, which you got, you said you got Moderna, right? No, I got Pfizer. Oh, you got Pfizer? I'm not, I got the hot people one. Oh, I thought you were just complimenting me. Oh. I'm saying, I'm saying we're both hot people. We both got the hot people jab. I mean, I guess I was just hoping to get the little bump there, but it's fine. <laughs> it's not a pie. We can both, we can both be hot vaccinated people. <laughs> oh God! This episode's gonna be a dumpster fire. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be wonderful. Um, but I actually know most of the people I know got the Moderna. So, that's interesting. Okay. Most people I know got Pfizer because Cleveland had this mass vaccination site that looked... I think I might have talked about this before, but it reminded me of, like, the beginning of a zombie apocalypse movie or, like, a scary pandemic movie. Because we're living in a scary pandemic movie. That's real life. <laughs> um, but it was... I mean, it's still happening. It's in... A university's basketball stadium. And so you go in and it's run by National Guard people. So they're all in camo uniforms. And <laughs> you go out onto the court and there's just, it's covered in folding chairs that are all six feet apart. And they have um, a big screen and like a digital clock is projected onto it so you can like sit there for however long you're supposed to sit there and then get up and leave. It's so surreal. It's very apocalyptic feeling. Um but yeah, they're all they're doing Pfizer right now. So hmm. last I checked, um about 37% of the city of Cleveland is fully vaccinated. In large in, largely in part 2 the Wolstein Center and they have they have this is like marketing genius they have giant tarps covering the um stairs where like spectators or chairs where spectators would sit normally like during an actual basketball game mm. and some of them say the one shot you can't miss and I think it's so funny I want to laugh but I can't 
<laughs> you have to laugh so you don't cry, right? What was the percentage that you said? I want to say last I checked it was like 37%. I have 47% for Texas and Austin. We beat you. Fuck off, Cleveland. We got you. (laughs) Is 47% the people who's received at least one dose or is that like fully, fully vaccinated? At least one dose, which in Texas basically means you're fully vaccinated. (laughs) Okay, the 37% was um, people who have gotten both doses. Whatever, Casey. (laughs) So we're probably about the same. I just wanted to be cooler than you for once. <laughs> I was going to say here it was just we just had like a bunch of different clinics but like I maybe it's just because Austin is bigger but you could basically pick whichever vaccine you wanted and okay go to whatever location had it and sign up for it. So I think I that there were like there were, you could go to, like, CVS or Rite Aid or stuff like that um, and get it there. But I don't know if maybe it was, like, this place has this. And if you want this, you can go there. I don't know. I just went to the one because I thought it would be cool to tell future people. It's like, I went there. Went to apocalyptic tent shop area. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Super great. Yeah, no, mine was in, like, a small, like, it was, like, a legitimate doctor's clinic. So I'm honestly not sure how they ran, like, their regular hours because they were just getting, like, vaccinations all day long. Hmm. But also I was curious about this when I went in for my booster was, like, you had to go back in, you know, at the same time. Well, not exactly the same time, but I was, like, you give these people their first shot and then they come back in three weeks and get their next shot. So does that mean that they block off that entire day for just boosters? Or do they still give first shots that day? Because that's a lot of people. I think I think it's just second dose day. At least that's what my place did. Yeah. Anyways, Casey, what I'm actually curious to know about is, like, why you decided to get a vaccine and and when you decided to get it. Why I willingly got a Fauci ouchie, as one of my coworkers called it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I know. I it's so cute. Fauci ouchie. <laughs> so I think I talked briefly about this when we did an early, early episode about vaccines. Before we even knew COVID was really a thing, I think. Yes. Yeah, we did it before COVID. Wow, we're so cool. We're such hipsters. Yeah. Um, but I had listened to on the Exactly Right Podcast Network, This Podcast Will Kill You is the title. And they did a two-part series all about explaining how vaccines work. And it gave me a lot of confidence in them and learning like how they were manufacturing the COVID vaccines. Um, I was doing research on like how they were able to roll it out so quickly and things like that. Um, and so a lot of these things made me feel really confident and you know I'm a young healthy person humble brag Um, so I'm a young healthy person and I wanted to do my part and like 
because I was terrified of being an asymptomatic carrier. That was what I was really scared of and passing it along to somebody because I have a very, like, once we go back in person, which, like, in terms of theatrical shows and, like, my job, I don't know when that'll happen, but I was really scared of, like, passing it to a patron or passing it to an elderly usher um, and just not knowing. Um, Or, like, somebody in the grocery store, even. So that's why I was, like... I wanted to wait when it was first rolling out. Like I I didn't want to be one of the people getting it in December, but I was really confident getting it in end of March when I got my first dose. Well, that's Uh, when when we were able to get it, right? Or would you have mm -hmm. been able to get it in December? No, I was not eligible to get it in December. I got it as soon as I was eligible to get it in Cleveland, which was the first day... They opened it up to, like, everybody was March 29th, and I got mine on March 30th. Damn. Mm-hmm. Camp overnight in line, or just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the new iPhone was coming out. You're like, right. <laughs> but this, you can't break it once you buy it. Because <laughs> you don't have mean, to buy it. This, well, you know, technically we're buying it with our tax dollars, but that's... I mean, that's how I would want medicine to be, though, so... <laughs> I don't want my tax dollars to go to bombs. I would rather. Yeah. We all. But that's another podcast episode. Let's not talk about war today. Let's <laughs> just talk about disease and famine and depression. That's a great day. <laughs> uh, the joys of this modern world in which we live. But um, Morgan, I know you had different views on the vaccine than I did. I know you weren't as excited. Do you want to talk about your point of view because this is a safe space nobody's gonna attack you everybody's being cautious it's fine it's fine i mean again i i thought this would be interesting for us to talk about because i know when we talked about vaccinations last time you were like mentioning about how you were going to get the flu shot and everything Mm -hmm. which has always been something that i've been on the fence about anyways because i'm like the flu is a virus that it's constantly changing so in my mind i'm just getting something injected that I've been, I've had maybe like twice in my life or whatever. And I was Mm -hmm. like, if I get the flu, I will just get the flu and be home and lose 10 pounds and be fine. Um, (laughs) We do not advocate personally, like intentionally getting the flu to lose weight. No, 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 no. Do not go out licking the subway rails. um, trying to get sick. That is no bueno. Um, (laughs) So anyways, I mean, when the vaccine came out, I was obviously like, Uh, very very weary of it I mean I was excited that something was coming out so fast Mm -hmm. Um, even though everyone else might not think it's fast I think that a a year is very very quick turnaround for a vaccine to come out for something that just took out a bunch of people so fast yeah Um, but it was scary to me and I'll admit um, because we grew up in the time when uh, the HPV vaccine came out like right around when we were like the age to get it yeah yeah and i know that that um that was something that my mom said that it was like the first thing that i the first decision i could make on my own as far as my medical records were concerned because she didn't technically want me to get it Mm -hmm. but um again because it was super new and we were just like 
well, she's not planning on having sex with 20,000 different people. And that's the way the, the doctor like sold it to us was like, well, you know, if you're going to be a whore in your future, you should get this vaccine. We do um, not slut shame here. <laughs> if you want to no. do that, but also you can have sex with one person and get HPV. Don't sue us yes. for what this doctor said. I'm just saying that's that's yeah that's what the doctor was basically saying was like well if you're gonna have one partner then you're fine and I'm like I'm 12. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones. Have you bled yet? <laughs> Let's exactly. marry you off. That's the to the evil felt. king. <laughs> it was so intimidating. It was just like, here's this one vaccine that you have to get like now, and mm-hmm. that could possibly prevent a cancer that we don't know anything about other than that this vaccine could possibly prevent the cancer. And I was like, mm, pass. Um, <laughs> it was just too new. It was too new for me, and I was I was really worried about my internal system. So when this COVID vaccine came around, it kind of took me back to that same place. Like I am a decently healthy human being, I think, as far as I know, except for, you know, allergies, I'm pretty much full functioning. So when we were eligible to get the vaccine, I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait longer, not because um, I didn't want it because I knew I was going to get it eventually. I just wanted to give it more time and especially like with this whole new thing that they're bringing up about possibly getting a third shot after six months because they're just not sure how long it lasts or you well, know. and I've also heard it might be because um demand for the vaccine has decreased so drastically we might not reach herd immunity um which is what I've heard that it might have to be every year like a flu vaccine type of thing. See, that's what I didn't want. I don't like commitments, Casey. I cannot <laughs> commit to getting a vaccine every year. I can barely get in my annual physical, which I just started getting. I think I took like a six-year break in between physical. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I'll admit, I was scared of it. I... I didn't want it because I was scared. I was scared not of like going through and getting a shot or getting the side effects or anything. I was just, and I mean, I'm still a little scared of if, if it might affect anything in the future, just because we don't have anything that says otherwise, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, it's not like we have things that say that this is going to happen to you or possibly happen to you. It's just that we don't have any documentation saying this is definitely not going to happen to you. So it's yeah. more my anxiety, just like there's no right. long-term studies to look at. There's, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and to be honest with you, the I think the only reason why I got the shot was um, a little bit of peer pressure. I feel like people were judging me, and also my workplace, which did not i want to say you know for legal reasons did not force me to get the shot in any way shape or form um it is totally voluntary but they did want me to get tested every week and um i don't know if anyone hasn't had a nasal swab done not pleasant (laughs) if you have rhinitis which is hay fever and basically chronic sinus (gasps) infections oh my gosh i didn't even think about that part yeah, yeah. It's it's not even about the pain of sometimes when they reach your brain. Not really, they don't reach your brain. But, you know, 
Sometimes they go too far up. But it's like after every nasal swab, I would just immediately like go into like what I would feel after having a sinus infection, like super dry drainage. It just it was not a fun experience. So that was also a partial reason why I got the shot. I didn't I didn't want to get tested anymore. Mm -hmm. And at my workplace, even though it is completely voluntary, they have set a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A precedent? They've set or a goal. They've set a goal to have a certain number of people in our company vaccinated. Okay. Um, in order to achieve the herd immunity within the office, because for some reason they're obsessed with trying to bring us all back into the office. I don't know. Because boomers don't think work from home works. Exactly. Exactly. Again, love where I work. <laughs> so thankful to have a job um, and that they care enough to do a lot of the health stuff that they did for us. Um, during the pandemic, but um, they made special badges for people who were vaccinated because our our office space is cut up into zones in order to, you know, like keep in case anyone were to test positive, we would have a specific zone of people that we would be able to pull and, you know, retest mm -hmm. or whatever so that we wouldn't have to test the whole company. Um, so they made special badges for those who were vaccinated to let people know that if they were walking in a zone that they weren't supposed to be in, that it's okay because they're vaccinated. But to me, that just means that you're labeling someone's medical information and you're like openly saying like, I have been vaccinated or I have not been vaccinated. So you're just right pinpointing people who, and there are people who can't get vaccinations by the way. Mm -hmm. So for a number uh, of different reasons. Right, right. So it, it just didn't seem fair to me. And I, I will not wear a badge, even though I am vaccinated. I will, I will refuse to wear a badge, and I'm not going to share my vaccination card with anybody just because it's none of your business. It's my <laughs> medical history, as I share every, with everyone right, that I'm fully internet. vaccinated. <laughs> but still, you know, it's, it's supposed to be like a, like a sacred thing, so... I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I've got it. It's done. It's over with. I wouldn't say that I'm super happy about it, but there's somewhat of a relief with it, just that I don't have to deal with it anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, so my company is talking about bringing every, starting a, like, three-step plan to bring everybody back full-time, like, within a few months, and... They asked me my thoughts. I'm like, and so I shared that. And one of the questions was, would you feel comfortable being in the same space as folks who are vaccinated without masks on? And I was like, basically what I've been trying to focus on this whole pandemic for my own sanity is like, focus on what I can control. So like, if I see people in my apartment building who don't have a mask, I'm like, I'm I'm wearing two masks. Like, I'm wearing a KN95 mask and then, like, a cute cloth mask over it. So, like, I can control that. But I don't know. For me, it still feels really... I, I've noticed that I go through, like, waves of pandemic panic, almost. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I'm almost feeling more nervous, even though people are getting vaccinated. Like... I still want to wear my mask inside. I still want to wear my mask around crowds of people. But, like, I'll still wear it when I'm walking on the sidewalk. But, like, when I'm taking a hike, I won't. Right. 
So, I mean, now, well, now it's something that we're super used to because, mm-hmm. and especially since the mask mandate has actually been like lifted in specific areas, um, like especially Texas. Uh, technically, Austin is still under a mask mandate, so we have to wear it in public spaces. But um, if I go anywhere else, I can go into a gas station without a mask or I'll walk in and there will be people without masks and it feels weird and Mm -hmm. awkward and you're just like I don't know what to do in this situation even though it's only been a year compared to the last you know 25 years of my life that I've lived like Mm -hmm. just it's weird there is a level of comfort with a mask yeah so I don't think I finished my thought because I trailed off but no it was my fault um, I don't know how to talk. <laughs> um, you what? <laughs> what? But yeah, the point of what I was trying to say, and then I got <laughs> off track, was I'm fine if other vaccinated people around me at work like aren't wearing masks, but I probably will still wear one for a while, just because. Yeah, it feels weird and almost wrong not to. No, I get it. I mean, I spent all my money on cute masks, so why? Right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and no, I do I, hope going forward that like cold and flu season if somebody's feeling symptoms they'll wear a mask like they do in other parts of the world where that's normal that's part of their culture that's yeah. what I'll do like if I'm experiencing symptoms I'll wear a mask in public yeah I just I'll just stay home I'm a wimp <laughs> oh one thing one other thing I wanted to say on me getting the vaccine and this is probably just me being um, I guess vain in a way was is is that I've already probably had it which I cannot confirm nor deny um, and while you didn't test positive for it but you right. had symptoms all right are you talking about when everybody in my house had it too I thought you had symptoms. Maybe I'm confusing you with someone else. I mean, when I went to go get tested with Jared, I, we had the same symptoms. But that's right. And they were like, "He has it. You're you're the golden child. You're perfect." You're good. Yes. And I and then I did get tested the next week too, and nothing. So I would assume mm-hmm. that I somehow avoided it. I'm not sure how. Still. So I feel like I was one in a billion people who may have just had a. Um, natural immunity to it to be honest which is not saying that i would never get it um but i feel like i was already golden i was good to go yeah i I could have been a science experiment they could have opened me up and been like what the fuck has she been eating for the past 27 years (laughs) i was gonna gonna say you and the bats had some special arrangement (laughs) hell yeah um, it's because I haven't seen the Bat Bridge yet. That's that's how I am immune to it. Um, They're like, we're not a spectacle. We are living beings. Let us fly in peace. And you were like, I got you. And they were like, this one, this one's good. This is this one, this one. Yeah. Um, I feel like that kind of helped, like pushed further my hesitation though to get the vaccine because I was like. I was already weary of it, and I was like, but what if I'm already immune and I don't even need it, you know? So it was just, I thought too highly of myself. Again, <laughs> cannot confirm nor deny of this non-existent immunity that I assumed that I have. But um, 
I would also like to point out that Morgan has two very prominent Leo placements in her astrological chart. <laughs> it very rarely shines, but when it does, it's all the time. Um, anyways, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I look, I like science. I believe in science. If you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know how much I adore science and mm-hmm. facts and factual information. Um, but I, I don't know. I was just I was just really on the fence on this vaccine. But now it's in me. So, you know, leaps and bounds above my comfort zone just to avoid nasal swabs. That's the well, way and, I look at life. <laughs> and what's so funny to me is I was like, yeah, vaccine. And the second one knocked me on my ass. And you were like, had zero symptoms. Oh, yeah. Zero side Fine. effects. Excuse me. Well, I, that's not true. I, I had the I had soreness in my arm. Where right. The shot was. Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, I was perfectly fucking fine. I was prepared for D-Day, people. I, like, bought two cases of Gatorade. I had oranges stocked up. Like, I was drinking water like a fucking beast all week. Just like, I am not gonna let it hit me. And and it didn't. It did, it did not hit me at all. It was kind of sad, to be honest. I was expecting it. It never happened. Mm-hmm. How, how bad was it for you, though, Casey? Well, I hardly ever get sick, so when I do, it's not, like, man-cold level, but, like, I'm like, I haven't had this in forever. Oh, my God. But what was so weird was, and I had one other person say this is how they felt, too. What really threw me off is I felt totally disconnected from my body. Oh. It was, like, it was, like, one of those video effects where you, like, go to move your arm and then it's like seven arms behind your arm you know what I'm talking about it's like the so slow frame or whatever acid is what you're telling me <laughs> injected acid into your body maybe <laughs> science <laughs> um, that's why the republicans were so against it dun 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 us <laughs> millennials and our drugs no but yeah, it was really weird. I felt like just it was like there was a five second delay or something. It was super weird. I don't know how to explain it other than just like I felt disconnected. Um, and my joints were kind of achy. I was super tired. I had headaches, but it was triggering an immune response. The vaccine was teach my body, like, hey, this is what you need to make. And my body was like, okay. And my body was like, bitch, we already got this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining your white blood cells like, that's backstocked, right? (laughs) (laughs) We had a slot already available for you. (laughs) (sighs) Wait, didn't you get here four months ago? (laughs) <laughs> it is interesting though i i really was i was scared of the side effects um because like you know everything on the news just says basically if you're a female um you're probably going to get the worst of this because you know it's not already bad enough to to have the female <laughs> yep. yep biology it just really fucking kicks you in the ass doesn't it mm-hmm. um right in the uterus <laughs> 
but yeah, I I really thought I was gonna experience it because like um one of my coworkers was was saying how it didn't hit him at all. He was like, oh no, nothing. I got nothing, and I was like, look. I just got done with a sinus infection right before I got the booster. So I was like, my immune system is probably like, oh, can't we just sleep? <laughs> Man, they fucking kicked it into the gear. And they were mm-hmm. like, let's do this shit. It is really amazing what the body does, to be honest. Really totally. Amazing. It's bananas. I don't know how it does it. I, I put my body through shit. I know I do. <sighs> but it's fine. <laughs> Apparently, for the most part. <sighs> <laughs> yeah now i'm just thinking about all the crazy stuff bodies do i know think about it there's so much stuff but uh, i don't know what's going to happen with these vaccines like in the future whether or not we're going to have to get boosters because again I'd, like we literally just hit the six month mark for pfizer so it's it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster, I think, for me mentally, to be honest, just to think about if this is going to have any long lasting effects. Um, I mean, luckily, you know, modern medicine is a lot better than when they first started coming out with vaccines and mm-hmm. had all these long term effects that they didn't predict. So that makes me feel a little better. But it's just it's scary to me. And I can understand why a lot of people are not getting vaccinated for that reason. What I don't understand are the people who are not getting vaccinated because they don't believe COVID exists. Um, Yeah, those are the people who get me, who are like the people who are yelling in coffee shops. This actually happened in front of me in real life. Uh, Somebody was like, hey, dude, next time you come in here, we need you to wear a mask. And he just yelled, it's a 98% survival rate and walked out. And then those same people who the, the vaccine has like such a small percentage of like bad side effects and those are people who like normally have adverse side effects to vaccines from what i've been reading but it's like hardly anything for vaccine side effects and they won't get it because of those side effects it's like it's not making sense to me it your arguments don't add up yeah, or the like the people who go get the first vaccine and then because of the side effects of the booster, they're like, I'm not going to get the second shot. What's really? I haven't heard that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people get the first shot and then they don't go get the second because they don't want to have the side effects. Which basically the side effects are, I feel like, are 50-50, honestly. I, mm-hmm. There's no way of predicting if you're going to have them or not, you know? So... Well, and I will tell you, I've had the flu once as an adult, 10 times worse than this vaccine side effect. Oh, really? Yeah. I've had the flu once as an adult, once as a kid. And when I was a kid, I was, my sister and I got it on Easter and we were just puking. But when I was an adult and I had it, I didn't realize that's what it was until like a couple days in and I had been like pounding Dayquil at my desk and like all these people would come into the credit union they'd be like you should really take your sick days and i'm like it's january 12th if i take all my sick days like do you want to pay for my rent that's it that's it but yeah that's how i learned that dayquil already has ibuprofen so you shouldn't take dayquil and ibuprofen oh my liver was not happy with me see i usually I don't know if I'm like an idiot or what, 
but I usually don't. <laughs> uh, like, I don't like to take medications. Uh, Same. I try to, yeah, I try to, like, stay off of them as much as possible. Um, just because I'm, for me, I'm definitely one of those people who if I take it enough, my body will just say it no longer works. Like, I feel like ibuprofen, even for me now, is starting to not do anything, unfortunately. Well, and I think part of that is so much as a society where, like, just treat the symptoms. It's, so I try to look at, like, okay, why do I have a headache? Do I need to drink more water? Do I need to eat food? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, like, when I have sore muscles, I use, like, a muscle gel or, you know, some sort of warming gel that, like, I, icy hot, but not icy hot. That never works for me. I like or eat to a use... banana. No, I just put on horse liniment. That's that's what I do. When you don't I... eat bananas ever? Not really, no. I don't really like to eat bananas. Do you eat dark leafy greens? You need that potassium. Yes, yes, I eat. I eat dark leafy. I, I like spinach and kale in a smoothie. Um <laughs> okay. I, I I do eat bananas. I just don't like to eat them. Okay. You're you're yeah. allowed to not like bananas. I was just concerned about your sodium potassium pumps in your muscles. Don't worry about me, KC, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, so as far as medication is concerned, I usually avoid taking like the daytime stuff and I only buy the nighttime stuff just because I feel like it does more than like I feel like the daytime stuff just like relieves your symptoms but it doesn't actually do anything like it doesn't help you get better but it's the nighttime stuff just knocks your ass out <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like man I feel great <laughs> that reminds me do you remember that I won't say their name but do you remember that one acting teacher we had in college who would take NyQuil when they weren't sick and then they missed a class because they were so fucking knocked out on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the dangers of NyQuil beware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I only take it when I'm sick. But if I do take medication, it's usually the nighttime stuff. Because, I mean, your body does heal while you're sleeping. So why not give That's it the point of sleep. a little extra boost? Mm-hmm. It is weird that I like science, but I'm not big on, like, medical stuff. I don't know. I don't like, like, the, the science-created medicine stuff. I've definitely eaten, like, science-made foods. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I'm just fucked up in the head, Casey. I, <laughs> none of my decisions make sense. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm wondering if that's, like, no... I was going to say, I wonder if that's like a Midwest thing, but I think it's like so widespread. I mean, well, I definitely think it's it's sort of a generational thing, too. You know, I, I mean, we did just have the whole boom of like anti-vax and, and all that. And like, I feel like my par my parents were pretty adamant about making sure that I got like the chicken pox and, and all of those things that have been around. But I think that they also might be sort of weary at this like at the same level I am of the newer stuff that's coming out. So maybe mm -hmm. I get that from them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's also making me think of the other things that we accept so willingly that don't have long-term testing. Like what really made me think about this was birth control. So, so many people who take birth control know that blood clots are a potential risk. It's yeah. very commonly known. 
it's relatively common from what I understand. Not like everybody gets it, but like enough that we know about it is what I'm trying to say. But yeah, I mean, every time you fill out your like, yeah, your medical form or whatever and ask if you're on birth control, there's a reason for that so that they know because like it messes with your blood for sure. Well, in like, there was the handful of women who had the Johnson and Johnson tattoo. Johnson Johnson tattoo is almost what I just said. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is Bill Gates putting a chip inside of your body, so it might as well be a tattoo. I watched the John Oliver um, last week tonight where they talked about vaccine hesitancy. Mm-hmm. And I learned where that woo conspiracy theory comes from of Bill Gates putting microchips in people. So Bill Gates worked on technology for vaccines in refugee populations where it would have um, like a certain type of something in it so that they would be able to detect it because people in refugee situations can't like carry around their vaccine paperwork. Right. So it was to like identify people who had vaccines with alleviating the need for paperwork and then that just kind of turned into a game of telephone of like bill gates is injecting microchips into everyone (laughs) but it's not media it's not microchips at all and um there was he they included a clip of bill and melinda gates talking I, i think before they announced their divorce right right and um she was like no, my husband is not injecting microchips into people. And her the next thing she says, Morgan, is that technology doesn't exist. And, you know, he hasn't told me anything about it. <laughs> John Oliver is like, that's your reasoning? That's not the comfort level that we wanted to hear. The technology isn't there and he hasn't voiced it to me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, look, if Bill Gates wanted to know what I was doing every day, for sure, he is welcome to know. I mean, you can track me on my iPhone just as easily, so. Right. I mean, move to England. There's CCTV. There's, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, is it China or Korea? South Korea or North Korea. North Korea is a dictatorship, so, like, that's a whole nother ballgame, but. I want I want to say though that it was like it was China where um when when the virus started coming out like they had the app that would you know that you could walk around with or whatever and it would tell people that you were okay to be out in public or whatever like China really I'm pretty sure it's China they really control their people I mean you're only allowed to watch certain TV shows and a lot a lot a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things are blocked so, um, I mean, it's out there, but they don't seem to care about it. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't see why people are freaking out so much. If if my brain operated on 5G, I think I would be okay with that because <laughs> that's a lot better than, like, the LTE I got going on right now. <laughs> yes. I need that higher speed connection. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically on dial-up at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, could you imagine that just being your brain is like that awful dial-up noise? I don't have to imagine it, Casey. It's there. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd just be sitting at my desk at work and I was uh... Morgan X- <laughs> Morgan XTE is not responding. <laughs> Message and data rates may apply. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but what I was saying <laughs> the the women who experienced blood clots on the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, I almost said tattoo again. I don't know what's wrong with me. It was like so people immediately were like testing and like doing like figuring all this stuff out. It's like, okay, so if you can do that for the vaccine, can we make it so that birth control doesn't do this to people? Can we make birth control safer? Like, can we make sure that's as tested? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Because that would mean that they would have to consider making uh, male birth control options. Um, and they don't want to do that. They tested a bunch of a bunch of penis people and they were they shared the same side effects that people who currently take birth control experience and they're like, We can't do this to them. Oh, I'm sorry, you got cramps. Oh, I'm sorry, you're bloated. Oh, I'm sorry, you gained weight and you have mood swings. Fuck oh, off. No. <laughs> Welcome to my teenage years. <laughs> I mean, I have an IUD now, and I am so grateful for it, but sometimes I'm worried that, like, my body isn't doing what it is meant to do. See, that's that's what makes me nervous. Like, I know that some people have had really bad reactions to, like, IUDs and everything, I, I, and I also know that most of the time people are fine with them. Um, but it weirds me out to think that, like, a natural body thing is not happening like it should and i get that like me being on the pill is basically doing the same thing but then i have a week where it's just like do whatever the fuck you want like (laughs) wreck it up in there you know and then control yourself um (laughs) so like i feel like i've just like regulated it Whereas, like, I know IUDs, and I mean, this this isn't what our conversation is about at all. Um, but I do, like, it's just, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird. That's weird. Yeah. But, like, I guess that's my point of there's so much that's not known. And I feel like people in the medical community are okay with that. And it's like, can we have the same attention that's being put on this vaccine? Mm-hmm. On well, other things. I definitely thought it was interesting that, like, it was, like, six people that it affected out Mm -hmm. out of the the hundreds of thousands that had already received the vaccine. And I'm just, like, the fact that that they freaked out at those six people, although I will admit that Johnson & Johnson had um, a manufacturing incident happen, like, within the month before that. Oh, really? Yeah, they... Because they also... They have a, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I want to say they have, like, a manufacturing building with AstraZeneca. Okay. And um, they mixed up the vaccine with some sort of AstraZeneca medication, and they had to, like, throw out a bunch of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Batches. Yes, thank you. They had to throw out a bunch of batches. So, like, no bad batches went out, technically. 
but the fact that that makes up happened <laughs> and then like those women had the symptoms <laughs> was probably not a good look for Johnson and Johnson. Um, and it doesn't help that they were late to the game, but on the positive side of Johnson and Johnson, which this is something that I hadn't thought about before is that because it's one shot, um, someone was saying how they were able to give it to, um, people who were homeless because, Oh yeah. You're not going to find somebody, give them one shot and then, you know, for sure be able to find them in three weeks to get them the booster. So like they were able, able to vaccinate someone who was homeless or traveling, um, without having to call them back for the booster. So it's pros and cons. I mean, they each have the pros and cons, you know, right. You can't, I don't know. For example, a con with Pfizer is I had to go in twice and people looked at the tattoos on my wrist and then looked at me like a dumbass when I said I was afraid of needles. I had to do that twice. I mean. Here's, here's something funny. When I went in for my first vaccine, my nurse goes, are you ready for your fiber vaccine? And I was like, <laughs> first of all, how long have you been here? Because obviously <laughs> you're a little more exhausted than me. Secondly, I would love some fiber. Thank you so much. Let's clear out this system, shall we? Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, she thought it was hysterical, and I did too, but I think I was nervously laughing. You know, she's giving me a shot. Are you going to get the right spot? Yeah, it's like, do you know how to do this? And then she was like, the band-aid got stuck to her glove, and she couldn't get the band-aid on my arm. And she, she was, was like, having a rough day. She so needed bad. some fiber. <laughs> I felt bad, but then she made the comment. She was like, I was wondering why these band-aids are so crappy. And then I realized the government gave them to us. Like, <laughs> Lady, you have made my day. Thank you so much. Let's find her. Let's make her a guest. <laughs> I want to hear all about the best band-aids. And yes. fiber. Yes. Oh, God. It was a good time. It was a good time. But anyways, um, I would say no matter how you feel about the vaccine, just know that every, you know, it's, it's happening. People are getting it. We all just want to go back to some sort of normal. We want to be out in public. We want to keep everybody mm -hmm. safe. So, you know, it's totally your decision. I get it. We get both sides. Um, and I hope that we talked about that enough, sort of. Yeah. And, you know, just to point out that so many of the hurdles that normal vaccine trials have, this one didn't. This one had funding. This one had people ready and willing to do trials. This one, they compressed the timeline. So, like, steps that don't. So, like, Normally they do things in sequential order. So they'll do like A, B, C, but this time like they could do steps A and F at the same time. So they could. So that took a lot of time off. Um, yeah. And I'm I think sure... this will. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sure like 
having like quarantine and nothing else happening in the world helped to uh, <laughs> maintain mm-hmm. focus on this vaccine as well. Yeah. And I think this will probably, as long as funding keeps up, like, it'll be preventative. They'll, like, put more money into preventative stuff. and um, But also, like, change the way we make vaccines from here on out, which is pretty freaking cool. We're living in history right now. Yeah. I'll, I, I, I want to make one more comment, though. The one thing... I don't think should happen with this vaccine is any sort of um, like I was talking about the badges earlier. I don't think Oh, like vaccine passports that people are worried about? Yeah, I don't think people should have to openly state that they've been vaccinated or not vaccinated, even like outside of vaccine passports or whatever. It's not like we go around saying oh yes, I have been vaccinated for the chicken pox or I have been vaccinated for HPV. It is. I mean, you do have to do chicken pox and measles and mumps and stuff for like school age kids and for college. Like you have to provide vaccine records. Right, right. But I'm talking like just in daily life, like flying okay. or like going into a gas station or something. I, oh, identifying. I don't think that you should have to wear any sort of identifying features like that. Like schools and yeah. stuff I get because, you know, Butler had that lovely outbreak. Uh, that <sighs> <way>. um, <laughs> because of anti-vaxxers but uh, you know there's a reason for that and it's like the school paperwork you send to administration which doesn't go out to everyone you know mm-hmm. we all assume that we are vaccinated but we don't actually have a <laughs> have a passport um, that yeah. says we've gotten this this and that so I do think everyone should eventually get vaccinated for COVID but I, I don't think that we should have to tell people that we are vaccinated. Like, if you're proud of it, great. Be proud of it. Tell everyone you want. But yeah, like totally up to personal. I can't even think of words. Personal preference. Preference. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's what I had to say about that. It is still medical information. So. Yes, that is a very good point. I wanted to make that note. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. I got the last word on that one, COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, Casey, I think we should give these people a hoosier hurrah to <sighs> make them believe that they're still good in the world, supposedly. It's hard because so little <laughs> is still happening. I can't like <laughs> keep talking about my cats. Um, something exciting that is happening... I don't know. I think maybe at one point my Hoosier hurrah was over the summer that I shaved my head. Yes. But now we're coming up on a year post head shave and my hair is getting quite long comparatively. A year? Yeah. It'll be a year in June. It makes me realize how much our hair grows. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Are you going to chop it off again? Or are you going to grow it out? I'm going to grow it out. Um, But yeah, this has taught me a lot about like how I view myself, how like it started me on the journey of like decentering the male gaze 
which I think is something really important. And maybe we'll do an episode on that or a blog post. Um, if I ever do my blog posts, <laughs> Casey, it's like you grew yourself. It's like you shaved off some of yourself and then you like grew a new Casey mm-hmm. top of your head. Yeah. It's cause you don't think about like, cause I've cut my hair really short before after a breakup, the cliche, but, Obviously. um, that's totally different. And then you learn how your hair grows. Like I learned I had two colics on the calyx, colics. I don't still don't know how to say that <laughs> on the sides of my head that like grew straight out. Uh, <laughs> um, I totally would shave my head again. 100%. I highly recommend it. But yeah, learned a lot about myself through regrowing out my hair. But yeah, I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm going to like get it kind of because I've only had one haircut since. Yeah. Like just to make it somewhat decent looking. Um, you got to keep it healthy. Trim those ends. Yeah. But um, I think I'm going to go soon and like get an actual style because it's, it's looking kind of crazy. But um, very liberating, very illuminating I guess but yeah I'm just excited that it's growing and I can like because <laughs> there was a while there it felt like it wasn't no more hair for Casey <laughs> it is gone you had one chance who knows maybe a side effect of the vaccine is hair growth I would believe that if I hadn't like been losing <laughs> crap ton of hair recently probably from oh. the stress of the vaccine I was gonna say <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that's that's my Hoosier hurrah is the the Her- dead skin cells that come out of my scalp, um, turning death into life. Oh, that's so poetic. I try. What about you? Um, you know, I don't usually go out raising the dead a lot, but sometimes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's see. What's Wait, something- aren't we over six months? Less than six months to Halloween. Yes. Yeah, because it's May. So, yeah. Yeah, five five months. That's my second Hoosier Hurrah. It's almost Halloween. <laughs> yeah. We're so close. It's been a rough week, y'all. Um, oh, I know. I have been able to consistently keep a healthy shape for the past month or so um i think i've talked about it before i'm just trying to like not necessarily lose weight but be comfortable with myself and mm-hmm. i think i finally like hit a quote-unquote number where i do feel comfortable like i would like to be lower but at the same time my therapist asked me <laughs> what's your goal <laughs> and i didn't necessarily have one so um I'm like I've been really proud of my food choices and I've been eating so much so much vegetables because that sentence totally makes sense in the English language just no bananas just no bananas um 
Casey has introduced me to a whole new world of like vegan food. Shout out yes. to Aldi for your vegan section because oh my god, it's so good. Like I did not think that you could make chickenless chicken tenders taste like chicken, but mm-hmm. you can. Um yeah, it's it's been really like I just feel like my body feels healthy if that makes sense. That's the goal. So yeah, like, yeah. So I guess it wasn't about the weight. It was more, it was like literally how my body feels. Um, yeah. Feels good. I'm eating food that feels good to my body. That's amazing. I love it. And I love black bean burgers. Oh, <laughs> so yes. Good. No, I'm not vegan yet, but I think Casey will <laughs> by the time <laughs> we get to like, <laughs> 10 year anniversary of this podcast (laughs) straight up vegan and I'll stop taking long showers one day one day we'll get there um as my therapist likes to tell me it's a practice it is it is and I learned a tip uh from Instagram yesterday that one thing you can do uh while your shower is like warming up is you can use a um like a watering pail and like while it's warming up fill up the watering pail with that water and then use that water to like water your plants or whatever so super smart yes yes so in short casey's got healthy hair and i have a healthy body and together we have made a superhuman yes called millennial monologue podcast (laughs) (laughs) working title Nailed it. Um, <laughs> see, but that's why I had no side effects and you did. See, because you, you're all focused on your dead skin cells. <laughs> and I was focused on the insides. I'm taking probiotics. <laughs> I do need to eat more leafy greens. Ah, there you go. Everyone, go eat something green. Oh, man. I already eat a green today. Then you're good to go. Yes. Um. Anyways. Y'all, it's been great having this conversation slash me yelling at you um, about vaccinations <laughs> today. I mean, we're not the first people to talk to you about vaccinations. No. If you didn't know that they existed, you should probably, like, get a phone or something. Or if you, didn't know, they, if you didn't know they existed, how are you listening to this podcast? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Can iPod shovels even get like podcasts? Can you can you do? That? I guess you'd have to connect it to a computer, so you would still have access to the internet, right? So, mm-hmm. hot diggity damn, no excuse, no excuse whatsoever. Unless you're a hermit living out in the middle of the woods, then you probably don't have to worry about the vaccine anyway, because you're social distancing champ. Casey, those are called feral people, and they're a real problem. <laughs> <in> Yellowstone. <laughs> I want to be one. Oh, God, no. They kidnap people and eat them. No, not feral people. I live in the middle of the woods, people. Oh, okay, okay. Those are just normal people who don't like society, which is me. Um, (laughs) Anyways, you guys can find us um, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, though. Um, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Um, anchor.fm and Spotify. Um, did you say iHeartRadio? I did. 
iHeartRadio. Is that what you said first? Yeah. Anchor.fm, Spotify. (laughs) And you know what else you could do is you can rate us, um, like us, and subscribe to us on any or every one of those lovely apps that I That helps those apps push us to other people. So if you like forcing things you like on other people. Which, if you're a millennial, you do. Um, Yeah. And if you're a Gen Z, you do too. It's called TikTok, and you try to make us change our side parts. Yeah. Rude. It's hurtful. A little bit. A little painful. We're allowed to be different. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But you can listen to all of our other episodes and uh, let us know what you think. Um, You can hit us up on any of our socials. Casey, how do they do that? Facebook is Millennial Monologue Podcast. Right? Yep, 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 yep. Um, Instagram at Millennial Monologue Podcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, Twitter at Millennial Mopod. Because why, Morgan? Because you always need Mopod. That you do. You can also email us. That would be Millennial Monologue Podcast at gmail.com. Indeed. Indeed, you can. And you can also find us on the web, and you can use that contact form there um, mm-hmm. so that you don't have to type in the whole email address. It just goes shoop, straight to our inbox. Yeah. Um, we are um, millennial, millennialmopod.wordpress.com, I believe. But if you type I believe in you are correct. monologue podcast into Google search, you can actually find us. Um, we have a whole website. With Just be potential. careful. There are a couple other thieving, thieving name thieves. Yes. If you don't see a picture of me and Casey, you are not in the right place. If you don't see a cornfield, mm-hmm. you are not in the right place. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we exist. We're out there. We're starting our blogs now. Um, mm-hmm. So not only can you like you know listen to our opinions, but then you can read them and rant at us through the website. So yeah. Um, or like them or comment on them or whatever you want to do. Whatever floats your boat. It's a free country. It is? Well, it's not free to live here, but it's supposedly free. I wish it were free to free live to- here. <laughs> free to live here. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be transported inside a cottagecore TikTok and that that be it. Yes, please. But that's an extreme form of escapism. So before we get too deep into that, I'm going to say, this sounds good. Let's do it. Bye. Bye. Oh, I shouldn't have shrugged my shoulders. (laughs) Oh, no.